What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kelechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? Today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about me, and we're just going to do a few questions that I found that will give you a little insight to how I think about money, how I think about personal finance, what I do with my money. And just to give you guys how I got to from where I was to where I am now, I know I've done a couple of videos where I talked about like whether it's my get out of debt story or how I started investing or any of these things. But these 10 questions was one where I watched a video on YouTube and I was like, yo, why not give people a little bit more insight into who I am, especially for all those who listen to the podcast every single week, which I appreciate each and every single one of y'all that subscribe to this podcast. And if you love it that much, please share this podcast with one person that you hate one person that you love and one person you're just kind of like eh, about and by that point you would have shared it with everybody but i appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast every single week and allows me to in one shape or another influence the way that you think or just to provide you with some information when it comes to personal finance or investing or any of these things or just sharing about the news with my little bit of a spin on it and hopefully all of that is as entertaining as I think it is because in my head I feel like I'm extremely entertaining but then again people may not find me that interesting or entertaining but anyway so yeah this these are going to be 10 different questions it was focused on budgeting but I'm going to change it to be more about personal finance and investing also one thing that I would love a lot more a lot more people to do with this podcast is please send me emails of questions that you would want me to answer On the weekly episodes, please send me emails with questions that you have about personal finance. Please send me emails you have about investing. Please just send me emails in general about feedback on the podcast. Is there something you want me to start covering on the podcast? Is there something that you feel would be great for other people to hear about? Please let me know. Also, if you would like to be on the podcast, just send me an email at ramblingmindshow at gmail.com. Or if there's somebody that you would like me to interview on the podcast, please send me an email at ramblingmindshow at gmail.com. It's also linked in the show notes. Also, if you want to be a part of the podcast and you want to hear your voice on the podcast, you can also send some voice memos and I will integrate that into the podcast because I want to start showing my appreciation to you guys and have you guys be a prevalent part of the podcast every single week. But anyway, let's get right into the questions that we got on this video so question number one what was your large your i mean what was your last large purchase and do you regret it man this question is hard because i don't really shop so what was the last thing that i spent money on that was large and then the other thing is like what do we define as large like is large i spent more than a hundred dollars because to me that's a lot of money or is large like i spent more than a thousand dollars you know what we'll go with large is I spent more than a thousand dollars and the last thing that I spent more than a thousand dollars on was let's see 2020 did I spend any money like that in 2020 not really I didn't really buy anything in 2020 this year have I bought anything no I mean the la- the largest thing I've done is bought a lot of investments I don't know if that counts as a purchase I guess people won't count that as a purchase so we won't count that so I'll say the last large thing that I bought was my car, and that was in 27, no, that was in 2019 when I bought my car, fixed it up because I got in an accident. Do I regret it? No, I don't regret it uh, because it was necessary for me to buy the car. I got in an accident. I had to get a replacement car, 
it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just me though. So yeah, so that was the last large purchase. I also say, oh, my plane tickets to go to Nigeria. So I traveled to Nigeria in 2019. Yeah, that was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth it. I don't regret it. I definitely want to go to Nigeria again. If you don't know, I am Nigerian. Yes, so I definitely want to go to Nigeria again and see family and see people and just hang out with with some friends back home. So definitely, definitely, definitely want to go to Nigeria. So I'll say that was the last thing I spent money on in 2020. I didn't really spend money on much of anything. So yeah, that was my last large purchase. All right, moving on from there. Man, I spent way too much time on that one question. Uh, what sinking fund are you most excited to fully fund and why? Uh, the number one sinking fund that I really want to fund. If you've listened to this podcast in the last few weeks, you've heard me complain about the housing market. You hear me yell about the fact that housing just keeps on flying up and up and up and up. The reason for that is your boy would like to buy a house in the near future and the prices just keep climbing up. So that's the sinking fund that I want to save up for, which is just a down payment on a house. So very excited about it. The reason I'm excited about it is it just opens more doors for being able to become a homeowner and have a space of my own. But more important than that, it's another source of revenue because I will definitely be renting out part of that house to somebody to pay and I'll have a new area of cash flow because that is something that I've always wanted to do and it's just an idea of income source that I want to probably do here in the near future. So that's the sinking fund that I'm most important about. And a sinking fund just means a savings fund, like somewhere you want to put money away towards something. So some people have vacation funds. Some people have uh, food funds. Some people have video game funds. It's just basically where you put money away so that when it's time to buy something, you don't have to worry about it. It's a very good way and a very good strategy for you to break down large expenses to be smaller bits and sizes so you can plan towards the date that you can finally make that purchase. All right, question number three. Who has been the most influential person on your budgeting journey or in your personal finance and investing journey? So, I mean, it's been a lot of people that have influenced me a bunch when it comes to uh, personal finance, investing, and just the world of money. But I'll say the first person that was very influential to me was my pastor because when I was moving out and starting my own life journey and moving to another state, one of the things he told me was, as you tithe, save. As you tithe, save. In other words, every time I give, save. Every time I give, save. And so that really stuck with me and that helped me early on. But the other person that helped me along my journey of when I started taking things seriously was my a friend of mine back in college. Her name is Lauren. And she was very into all of this stuff. So that's how I ended up opening an ally bank account, started thinking about emergency funds, even though I didn't really put any of this stuff into action, but it got me thinking a little bit about it. And she was the one who actually told me the idea of a Roth IRA versus a regular IRA. And that really was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do once I get into start uh, working. And that's when I did like a 401k for work and all this stuff that just kind of opened me up to the world. But then Dave Ramsey was another big influence on me when I first started getting serious about paying off my debt. I've talked about it multiple, multiple times on the, on the, on the podcast. So I'm not going to get into it again, but Dave Ramsey was extremely influence, influential to me. But then I'll say like, when it comes to investing, it's a guy on YouTube named Joseph Carlson. His YouTube videos just made investing a lot more simple. He also opened me up to other investors. Like at first, the only investor that I knew about was Warren Buffett, but then he opened me up to other investors like Peter Lynch and a bunch of other people, Carl Icahn, all these really great investors that I didn't even know existed, but he, he, he opened me up to those worlds, shared books. And just from there, I just went on my journey from there and that's been 
awesome ever since and i've just been trying to learn more and more and more from there all right number four what is the biggest misconception about budgeting in your opinion in my opinion the biggest misconception that people have about making a budget or budgeting in general is they feel like it's like a ball and chain on their neck or something that you cannot do anything else like once you make a budget it's stuck it can never change it's just there and it's like it doesn't let you have freedom it doesn't let you do anything and that's like so far from the truth A budget and the way people have to start thinking about a budget is basically a budget is like the lanes on an interstate or the lanes on a roadway. Basically, a budget just tells you where you're going. It just tells you the way you should be headed. And of course, just like when you're driving on the interstate or you're driving on the highway, you can change your lanes. You can move from one lane to another lane. You just have to use your blinker and then, you know, merge, watch your mirrors, use your rear view mirror, your side view mirror, make sure that nobody's over there. And then you can merge over to that lane. It's the exact same thing in a budget. A budget is not some strict, restrictive thing that you can't do anything once you have a budget no 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 it's just a guardrail it's just a guide it's just like hey this is how i'm going to spend my money yes some things may come up i may need to adjust it i have birthdays coming up this month so i need to make sure that i have money prepared for that i have to buy this one large expense that's once every year i have to make sure i have money. oh that's all a budget is you can adjust as you go on the journey it's not a strict thing it's not a thing where you can't make adjustments it's not a thing where it's like you're under lock and key no you can adjust as you go along in your journey question number five what is one item you splurge on no matter what plantain chips (laughs) yo there's a nigerian market that's close to my house and i they know me for one thing i literally go there every time i get paid almost every time i get paid and i buy a box of plantain chips at this point everybody in that store knows me because i go there regularly and i just buy a massive box of plantain chips and people are like oh how big is it? It's pretty big, man. Plantain chips. The Ocho Rios sweet plantain chips. The super-sized bag. Like, I destroyed those things in one city. So, I buy a good... I buy, like, literally, it's one of my highest costs when it comes to food. If, like, in general. Like, it's just one of my highest costs. I splurge on that all the time. I need to stop because it's really hitting my budget because one box is about $40. So, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that I keep spending literally every two weeks just on one thing. It's not even like I'm buying a bunch of fruits that will last me a long time. It's just a bag of chips that's not super healthy. But for me, it's the thing that brings me to my happy place. That's the thing with money, right? We will spend money on something. At the end of the day, you're going to spend money on something. You might as well spend some money on things that will bring you a little bit of joy, a little bit of happiness, a little bit of excitement. Just like one of the other things that I will always splurge on is my family. Like, I... I friends and family like i try to splurge especially on family it's just like birthdays christmas it's like yo i'm gonna put money aside all year so i can make sure that i get them something nice well recently it's not really been about getting them something nice it's just been about yo here's some money happy birthday or merry christmas but you know use it to for whatever you want but that's like the biggest thing um what else question number six if you have a partner are you on the same page with your budgeting goals? So, no, I don't have a partner. I'm a single dude. So, if you're, if you're trying to hit the brother up, like, if you're trying to hit the brother up, we're right here. We're right here. I'm just saying, come on, I need some people to be sliding in the DMs. I'm just saying, the DMs looking super dry. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, if you don't have a partner, will budget and money goals be a conversation you have early on in your next relationship? I will say yes, just because 
I like talking about personal finance. I like talking about investing. I like talking about all of this stuff. So at some point, it's going to come up where I'm like, yeah, I make videos about all of this stuff. So it's not, it's just going to come up probably early on because, oh, what do you do in your free time? It's going to be like, oh, yeah, I make videos. Oh, videos about what? Oh, yeah, money, personal finance, investing. Oh, you do? And, you know, that that's usually what's probably going to end up happening. So, yeah, it's it's because it's something that I do regularly. There's no way that it's not going to come up. I do think that it should be something that should be talked about early on in relationships. Um, just because then again, when I date people, I'm trying to date towards the goal of hopefully we can see each other getting married. Uh, so that's why I say that it's something that you talk about early. A lot of the conversations that people avoid, I'm just like, y'all just need to like hit the nail on the head and deal with it early on rather than just dragging somebody along, which I've learned personally. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've heard a lot of people because I did exactly that. I just drug people on along and I was just leading them on. And that's not good. That's not good for anybody's heart. That's not good to just do to people. It's very hurtful and it's not good. So it's better for you to kind of have some of these conversations, not to be like the weirdo that's like, so what's your credit score on that first date? But however, if you're seeing like, okay, this is, this is something that I enjoy being around you i like your presence and all this stuff let's start talking about some more important things you know it's just some at least for me it, it, regardless it's going to be something that is going to be important for me all right question number seven if you were given one thousand dollars cash right now how would you budget it and why hmm well actually this is not hard first of all one thousand dollars immediately ten percent of that which is like a hundred dollars is going to go into tithes or into giving one hundred dollars boom gone we're just gonna Thank God for blessing me with this hundred thousand dollars that came out of nowhere. So we're just like, God, thank you. I'm gonna give you a little bit back. And then the nine hundred dollars of that, I know at least half is going to go. Like five hundred dollars is going to directly go into my housing just to save some more money, put some more money aside just to pay for the house down payment. And then the remaining four hundred and fifty dollars, I'm going to do split it up like this. Uh, well, the well, what? No, wait a minute. The remaining four hundred dollars. I'm going to split it up like this. $300 is going to go into my M1 finance account. By the way, link in the description if you want to go check that out and get yourself $30 to start investing. I will automatically put that into some stock. It can be, depending on what is going on in the market at that point in time, it can be Disney, it can be Microsoft because I'm a Microsoft fanboy. It could be Amazon, it could be Google. One of those companies is gonna get some extra money in there, whichever one is the least valued at that point in time. So that's that's what I'm gonna do with the with $300. And then the remaining $100, I'm gonna just use it on probably plantain chips, knowing me, probably plantain chips. <laughs> that's probably where the last $100 will go. Probably a little, well, actually, a little bit towards plantain chips, then a little bit will just go sit in a travel fund because I also would like to travel a little bit more moving into the future. So that's how I would go about uh, spending a thousand dollars right now if you have children which i don't how do you handle talking about money to your kids so i don't have children so maybe one day but i did do an episode about this you guys already know exactly my thoughts on how to talk to kids about about money now again i'm not i don't have kids so then again everything i'm saying is on the side of somebody who doesn't have kids and usually whenever people who are not parents give parenting advice is usually some of the worst advice. So take everything that I said in that, in that podcast again with a grain of salt because I don't have kids. It's just stuff that I've said to teenagers and to kids 
when I'm not a parent. So it's different when you're not the parent versus when you are the parent. Now it says that if you don't have kids, what's the one lesson you go back in time to tell yourself about money? So hmm. one lesson I'll tell myself about money, two things. So there's two things that I'll immediately tell myself about money. One, don't be dumb. Just because you have a credit card doesn't mean you have to use the credit card and doesn't mean that you should go chasing after cashback rewards. And then two, start investing. Just start investing. You have this idea of like Activision and Apple and Microsoft. Just buy those companies and keep buying. Investing is not a one-time thing. Just keep doing it. Just start investing. Take a little bit of your video game money and just put it into stocks and just start buying stocks and buying companies. And then you will learn from it. Just start. Just start investing. Buy companies that you use their products. Just start investing. Like immediately the sooner you start investing the better that's the one advice that i'll tell myself and maybe i'll be like yo just put a little bit of money into tesla (laughs) just put a little bit of money into tesla put a little bit of money into dogecoin put a little bit of money into bitcoin put a little bit of money into ethereum and just keep doing it and just keep doing it like over time just don't worry about all the nonsense just keep putting money into all of that stuff but the point is just start investing that's one thing that i like started but then i stopped i didn't really pay attention to it i remember one day me and my boy niche we actually used to talk about it we'd be like activision was one company that we wanted to invest in ea because we were playing video games all the time microsoft apple we were like yo we definitely and then we never did it but so that's the thing just start investing just put some money aside and start investing uh what and the last question oh no not the last section second to last question how has budgeting changed your life i'll change that question to how has personal finance and investing changed your life so it's changed my life in two ways one because i started paying more attention to like where my money was going i started paying more attention to like how i was spending my money that also crept into other parts of my life of like what was i doing with my time how was i spending my time being just more uh more aware of the way that i was doing things also it, it went into like my health i started working out a lot more started paying attention to what i was eating and those kind of things so it kind of once i started taking my money more seriously it went into like me also taking like life a little bit more seriously and just paying attention to the things that were happening around me so that's where i would say like budgeting has has changed my life but then on the other side on the negative side because i started paying so much attention to this stuff is i kind of over put it on a pedestal right i started making these lofty goals i started setting these positions of like this is where i want to be and if i'm not there then i'm behind and all this other nonsense which is the negative thing about like once you start taking personal finance seriously you can feel like you're always behind you can feel like especially when you go on youtube or on instagram or in any of these social medias you can feel like wow this guy is 24 years old and he's already a millionaire like what am i doing with my life and it's like no you're not on the same journey as everybody just focus on your road focus on the road ahead focus on the path that lies in front of you but that's one of the negative things that happened was i was always like oh my god i'm behind i'm not where i'm supposed to be i should be much further ahead what's going on why can't i get to where i need to be why is this anyway but that that happened and so that's one negative thing that happened for me be going after this personal finance then it's something that i've learned to curb by giving more like that has really helped me to not be on this like why am i so behind nonsense because at the end of the day money is a tool and what you use choose to use it on is 
is everything. So, you know, when I started saying generosity is greater than greed, I'm not just saying that because it's a cool slogan. I'm saying that because I need that to be continuously in my head because when it comes to money, it's very easy to get greedy when you're on this road of, I just want to acquire more wealth. For what? For who? Like there's a lot more things that are a lot more important in life than money and just having more net worth, more net worth, more net worth. It's like, what is your net worth doing for you? Like, it's much better to have relationships. It's much better to help people. You get so much more joy in serving than in just growing a net worth number or whatever. And then finally, what is your biggest financial goal of 2021? I said it earlier. It's if I have the opportunity to buy a house, but in this housing market right now, it's looking like it's not going to happen, unfortunately. But if it comes up and if it's possible, I will thank the good Lord and I will hop on it and I will buy myself a house and that's the plan at least right now for this year but anyway that's all i got for y'all i hope y'all learned one maybe two things out of this entire thing and if you did share this podcast with one person that you love share it with one person that you hate and share it with one person that you're just kind of like eh, about and at that point you would have shared it with every single person that you know and yeah and if you have a few seconds like i said send me an email for any questions that you may have at ramblingmindshow.com i would really like you guys to be a part of the podcast moving into the future also let me know is there anybody that you want me to um interview or if you want to be interviewed on the podcast just send me an email at ramblingmindshow at gmail.com go check out the link in the bio there's a lot of goodies over there where you can get some free monies and some free items but i'm gonna catch y'all later remember generosity is always greater than greed god bless each and every single one of y'all and i'm out peace